From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 29th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A sharp rise in COVID-19 cases in southwest Ohio has Governor Mike DeWine rethinking and possibly reversing his approach to combating its spread. Angela Ann reports. DeWine once dismissed the idea of a county-by-county approach to dealing with the virus, but has said more recently he's considering it. The strategy, which could have a bigger impact on Democrat-heavy urban counties, could also affect the ability to vote this November. DeWine's talk of a new strategy comes as the state is seeing a spike in coronavirus cases Cases, with Ohio surpassing 50,000 confirmed or probable infections and 2,800 deaths over the weekend. Angela Ann, ONN News. One Southern Ohio County Republican Party is criticizing DeWine's response to the election and pandemic. ONN's Eric Brown has more. Republican officials in Warren County have accused Governor DeWine of having grossly mishandled this year's primary election and not having reacted appropriately to the coronavirus pandemic. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that the Warren County GOP, in a resolution, called on DeWine to open Ohio to all commerce and allow residents to make lawful decisions regarding their own well-being and safety. DeWine spokesman defended the governor's response to the pandemic, saying it has kept Ohioans healthy and safe. Eric Brown, ONN News. Governor DeWine is expected this week to offer guidelines to Ohio school districts about returning children to the classroom in the fall amidst the pandemic. The Columbus Dispatch reports the governor says those guidelines will offer wide flexibility and no surprises for local school district officials who ultimately must be the ones to decide when and how their students return. DeWine said, quote, there's a strong consensus in this state, and I agree with it, that we need to get back to school, end quote. The recommendations would come less than two months before the traditional start of the school year. Columbus police say they have solved the nearly four-decade-old case of an eight-year-old girl abducted on the way home from school, then raped and killed. Authorities say the new investigative technique known as genetic genealogy testing led them to suspect Harold Warren Jarrell, who is now deceased. Police announced the identification of Gerald as the killer of eight-year-old Kelly Proser at a Friday news conference. The girl was abducted in September 1982 and her body discovered in a Madison County cornfield two days afterwards. Genetic genealogy testing allows investigators to trace suspects through family trees via DNA. Among protests in Ohio's capital city over the weekend was one calling for the recall of Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther. Brittany Bailey has more with one of the effort's organizers. Joshua Clark says it's a legal recall that will go on the November ballot if they get enough valid signatures. Now they need 15,000 signatures by July 9th. Clark says there are several reasons why he supports the campaign and why it was created. He wants civilian oversight of the police department and wants more of the city's money to go towards social resources. This is really an opportunity for him to, you know, come out on the right side of how he wanted to treat his community and how he wanted to respect his citizens. And he just hasn't done that from everything that we've seen. I'm Brittany Bailey. Vice President Mike Pence said this weekend that each state has a different coronavirus situation, so residents should listen to the guidance of local officials. He spoke during a pre-recorded interview on Face the Nation. One of the elements of the genius of America is the principle of federalism, of state and local control. We've made it clear that we want to defer to governors, we want to defer to local officials, Mr. Vice and President. people should listen to them. Even as Pence encourages following local recommendations, White House health experts urge people to follow federal ones. Doctors Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks say people should socially distance, and when that's not possible, they say folks should wear masks. 
A Cleveland couple is in shock after receiving a pizza with a hate symbol on it. Pete Scalia explains. Jason Laska says he picked up a pizza from Little Caesars when he got it home. The pepperoni arranged in the form of a swastika. It's not funny, especially with everything else that's going on in the world right now. I feel like the point is, is that there should not be this kind of hate still happening today. And with like, you know, the, the climate that we are going through right now, why make a joke like that? Like, that's not funny. Little Caesars corporate office, though, says it has zero tolerance for racism and discrimination and that the franchise store employees were immediately terminated. I'm Pete Scalia. Beginning July 1st, Ohioans struggling to keep their houses cool can get a helping hand. The Home Energy Assistance Summer Crisis Program, also known as HEAP, helps people pay an electric bill, buy an AC unit, or pay for repairs. The program will last longer than usual through September 30th, since more people are struggling due to the pandemic. And also starting this Wednesday, Ohioans will no longer be required to have a front license plate on their cars. That new law goes into effect starting July 1st. Previously, you could face a fine and a minor misdemeanor charge for not having that front plate. Law enforcement agencies have asked lawmakers to reconsider the new law, saying it helps them to solve crimes. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.